If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another scintillating episode of Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, this is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Deneen, come together once a week over a single topic, and from that topic sprouts incredible ideas from our minds entirely designed to get you as rich as possible as quickly as possible. We don't ask for any money up front. I'm going to do the whole show more like it's NPR. Okay. This is what I'm going to do. We don't ask for any money up front. We are not a one-size-fits-all idea shop. Nope. We are not uh, the Grant Cardones of the world, the Ty Lopez's of the world, dare I even say the Daniel Alley's of the world. Okay. Where uh, we insist that you use our system. And if you fail at it, then something's wrong with you, not with the system. No, that's not how it works. We think everybody is an individual, and uh, some things are right for you, just like everyone learns differently. Everyone makes money differently. You take our ideas, you get incredibly rich. Yeah. And then, and only then, Noel, once they're rich, what do they do? After you're rich, after you've made your millions and millions and dollars, and you look back and you say, hey, someone did give me that idea. (coughs) They lulled me to sleep with their dulcet tone, Mm. but they did give me the idea, and I owe them 10% of everything I've made. Tithe us. 10% of all your riches. That's right, guys, 10%. That's what we require. That's what we ask of you. Yes. 10%. <laughs> the, the, the more down you get, the more up I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think of it as a tithe. Think of it as a donation. Ahunka, ahunka. <laughs> <laughs> to our Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel pledge drive. Wow. Wacky morning <laughs> show. I'm going to go... Full Wacky Morning Show. I'm looking forward to it. Your yeah. face is already screaming full Wacky Morning hey. Show. You are so red right now. That's the way of the world. Yeah. You're, Summer. You're, is that what it is? Yeah. Even though we're sitting in a recently <laughs> air-conditioned room? Um, anyway, guys, that's a deal. 10%. Yep. You tie thus. Yep. We get rich. Quick. Because, because you get rich. It's what we like to call mm-hmm. a symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. We can't get rich without you getting rich. You can't get rich without our ideas. We don't think that we deserve the lion's share because you do all the actual work. You're the ones taking the risk. No. But, you know, a taste. Yeah. That's all. Anyway, Noel. Anyway. Oh, it's been a hot one here in New York City. It's been a hot week. It's only going to get, by the time this airs, I think on the day that this airs, Everyone should, will be inside listening to the radio. I was going to say, the power isn't out. We should, <laughs> <laughs> we should have our, our most listened to show ever. Yeah. Because no one's going to want to go outside. Yeah. Although the other day, uh-huh. 
I was at the dog run with Herschel, and it was that it was like a ninety-five degree day with like eighty percent humidity. <sighs> yeah, it was brutally hot, and I took him to the dog run because there's a pool in our dog run. Yeah, and uh, uh, I mean, I literally walked out the door and started sweating. Sure. And it was like one o'clock in the afternoon, so it was like dead heat. And I got to the river, and I just watched person after person jogging. Oh, yeah. And I was like, that's just fucking ridiculous. Sure. Fucking ridiculous. And even worse than that was people jogging with their dogs. Okay. And that's not fair to your dog. Because your dog can't sit there and go, you can't go, do you want to go jogging? No. And they're like, no, I'm good. No, they're just going to join you, and like, and then you're going to possibly kill them. Yeah. So fuck you. Keep your eating disorder to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, no. Anyway. Uh, how's your week been? It's been good. Yeah? Yeah. I figured uh, we could take a little bit of time today, a few minutes at the <coughs> beginning. Uh-huh. And uh, do get... some catching up. Oh, okay. Right? I, I don't know if you remember, at the last end of our show, last week I said with some people gotten in touch and we uh oh, i forgot okay. to get back to them uh-huh so this week we should just front load it okay and That's that fine. way uh it's done uh michael the person that you call our fact checker which he he does he's he's been busy uh-huh. he, we got some <laughs> we got some facts checked okay you know what the thing is though uh-huh i don't remember in all cases what the original point was yeah i saw that i saw one of his i don't know if there's multiple fact yeah, checks. There's a few. oh there are okay yeah. i saw one that referenced my star idea from ninjas and i honestly mm-hmm. could not remember what yeah. it was enter the ninja is a ninja movie by the canon group yeah i remember that movie i, I, I didn't remember it till he mentioned it but i i'm sure i saw it i saw all those canon movies on cinemax it might be that you said there's no ninja movies from there from canon i don't remember uh, not, i don't not. remember what our what our dispute was okay but anyway yeah but that was one uh-huh uh the pro football hall of fame is in canton ohio what did i say it was not columbus Colu- yeah i actually should have known that yeah everyone should know that one mm-hmm. but the one that makes me the happiest mm-hmm. is about jerry mcguire yes yeah i saw that you're a dick <laughs> the secretary uh-huh was also his wife uh i don't remember we had an argument i i said his wife and you right beat me within an inch of my life and said, no, it was a secretary, idiot. And I said, I'm sorry, I thought it was a wife. The website I looked at said wife. You were like, anyone knows that. No, and it, then you it, kept beating me. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, you know, I just need an excuse to beat you. Whether I'm right or wrong doesn't matter. Okay. As long as I can abuse you over a point, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe in that movie, mm-hmm. by the way, because I just looked up what my star throwing idea was, mm-hmm. and it was the uh, star throwing uh, bar. Okay. Um, and I'm wondering if there was something like that in that canon film. I don't know, because I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure what that was uh, in reference to. Um, but yes, I was wrong. And it, it struck me as I was reading it that, oh, yeah, 
he did marry her, and I can't remember why he married her. No, I know what it is. they didn't have a relationship. I know what it is. None of us are really right about the Ninja movie. I had said Bruce Lee in relation to the Ninja movies, and you'd said no, and I said, sure, enter the Ninja. Oh. And you said, no, it's Enter the Dragon, idiot. Oh, well, because I was thought you were talking about Bruce Lee's movie. I was. So neither of us are right. Right. But Well, but how was I not right? Because, no, I think that was a fact check on you, actually. It might have been. Because I, yeah, I think that was a fact check on you. I know it's rare. It seems like it seems like you you are in cahoots with each other, or he just likes you because he he's actually met you and talked to you, uh-huh. and you know on the surface on the surface you're a likable guy. Yeah, you know, spend an hour with him every week, and uh, you learn you like learn me a, even more a whole new thing. But but yeah, my guess is is that uh, or he misunderstood. And that I wasn't saying there wasn't such a movie as Enter the Ninja, mm-hmm. but my point was was Bruce Lee was not in a movie called Enter the Ninja. Sounds like a backpedaling. No, I'm not <laughs> backpedaling at all. So it's one of those two things. Either yeah. I've just fact checked him uh-huh. on air, okay. which is a possibility. Who facts checks the fact checker? Or okay. he fact checked you. Okay. Um, but that one was not on me. Yeah, that's maybe. all I'm saying. Maybe, maybe. <clears throat> Uh, the reason Tom Hanks turned down the role of Jerry Maguire. I didn't know Tom Hanks had even been uh, offered the role. You didn't read the comments under that then, obviously. No. Uh, is because he thought the whole plot twist where he marries a secretary was absurd. You know, I, I think I probably thought that when I saw the movie, and that maybe I blocked it out for that maybe. same reason. Maybe you, in your mind... Was it Tom Hanks playing Jerry Maguire? Yeah, it was. You, we, the, the, uh, the universe <coughs> schismed at that point. Uh-huh. All over my face. <laughs> schismed all over your face. Uh-huh. And one side said, went along with the movie as was with... Uh, as was. As was uh-huh. with Tom Cruise. And the other path of the universe went <clears throat> with the producer saying, you're right, we're going to change the movie to your specs, Tom Hanks. And uh, that's the movie you saw. I think it is. I agree with you. We're in a, some sort of rift. I honestly can't remember. Mm-hmm. I, and I, you know, I know I can just look it up, but I like that someone out there fact checks us. <laughs> yeah, so do I. <laughs> so I honestly can't remember why uh-huh. he married her. Because it wasn't like it was like it, it was. No, it wasn't. It was an arrangement. Oh. It was oh, like just to take care of the kid, to probably. Keep her, to keep her from moving away or something like that. It was something absurd. Like it wasn't it really, to help the kid? I don't think specifically to help the kid, no. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't remember this. It was, it was something weird and lame. And, and, you know, it was one of those things that, like, you know, a pretty decent movie overall. Uh-huh. What is this the point of this? Like it was really one of those. There's no reason that they should be married, other than they needed to get them in the same house together. Yeah, for some sort of period of time, so they could actually fall in love. Sure, like us. Yeah, like us. Touch your hand. No, <laughs> you didn't pull away. I feel special. Yeah, it's too hot. Uh, <laughs> yep. So there we go. There we go. And we also had one of our other uh, people that reached out. Um, this one just tickled me. Uh huh was uh, someone from, uh, I looked up where they were from, and I forget the country, but it was in Africa. Um, and 
they were basically like, hey, I want to get rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I get rich? Oh, no. And then there was another post that was like, how? Uh, and I think I just left a comment, something like, just keep listening. You'll get rich in no time, <laughs> right? <laughs> And then we went into basically a scientific experiment to test humor across cultures. Mm -hmm. And we failed. It was, uh, he replied, no walk. All one word, not quite sure what it is, Mm -hmm. no walk. N O A K N O W A K. Oh, okay. N O W O K, maybe. To which I replied, "Who's there?" <laughs> <laughs> and we got the reply, "No one." Uh huh. So I think we know. Knock knock jokes are not universal. Keep listening, but uh, apparently, knock knock jokes not universal as no. previously thought, unless that's. The reply they say instead of oh right. <laughs> well, I think really you're. I think well, I don't know that may your joke. You're you since you are actually the recipient. Yeah, not the giver of the punchline, but the recipient. I should reply with 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 no, no one, one who. And then see where he goes goes with that. Because maybe it's a language thing as well. All right, I will. You know what I mean? I like, will. Like, it's possible that, you know, N-O-O-N-E is something from his language, and it's going to end up being, like, a very funny knock-knock joke in his country, but yeah. you're not going to understand it because of the language barrier. The only other thing I thought it could be uh-huh. is no walk. I was like, maybe that's pigeon for no work, didn't work. Oh, oh, maybe. Right? Really? One of our ideas didn't work. I can't imagine that's true. Uh, Clearly, again, there may have been uh, an issue with... cultural thing. Yeah, cultural or uh, translation issue. Yeah. Not fully understanding everything we were saying. We talked kind of fast. We threw out some really uh, intense and, uh, I think, difficult ideas for people to grasp sometimes that well, if, if you're not a, a native speaker of uh-huh. the language we speak in, it may be a little hard to uh, uh, wrap your head around or at least a fluent speaker. Yeah. Um, I'll so. just talk louder this time then. <laughs> <laughs> what we're saying, I'm curious uh-huh. if I mention the fact that uh, uh, our show is ostensibly, theoretically, uh-huh. a comedy show oh sure and that ideas aren't really meant to be taken seriously and we're kind of sending up the idea of getting rich quick because there's no such thing really as there's no proof of any of this and this guy i wonder if we'll lose a listener as you just said Uh initiated a knock-knock joke well we're not sure about that i think so okay well (laughs) well i think we'll know for a fact when you say no one who and if he goes, no one who, or no one what, then uh, uh, maybe. But, but maybe we're just not getting the joke. Yeah, <laughs> there's that as well. It's amazing how many things yeah, I don't get. I think someone's not getting the joke. Yeah. And I'm not sure if it's us or not. What? <laughs> anyway, no. Anyway. <coughs> For the first time ever, that has absolutely nothing to do yeah. with today's topic. Yeah. 
But today's topic is... Today's topic is monuments. How to get rich with them. How to build a statue to the sky. Uh, Yeah, no, monuments. Monuments. Maybe if he gets rich, he will build a monument to us. I think maybe he is. Is that why he needs to make the money so quickly? Probably. Uh, I wish the Illuminati guys picked up the phone when we called. I know. I think about that every week. You know what? Lately, Africa's got our back. They well, right? Can you blame them? Ushering us into the the global elite, mm-hmm. uh, reaching out to us, uh, putting us in our inside knock knock jokes. <laughs> right. Uh huh. Anyway, no. Anyway, uh, monuments. Monuments. How are you going to make money with it? I'll tell you. Uh, you guys, throughout <laughs> history, we have been creating monuments, right? Uh, they're used to commemorate a person or event that is pivotal to cultural heritage or history of people. For thousands of years, our monuments have been one of our most durable creations, right? You look back. We got the pyramids, right? We got the Sphinx. We got Stonehenge, Easter Island heads, lots of old things. <laughs> we do, man. A lot of them. That and was like a, a 10-year-old <laughs> book report. <laughs> <laughs> There's the uh, Doser Pyramid in Saqqara. It was built 6,700 years ago. Where's Saqqara? It's in Egypt. Oh, okay. Um, is there a KFC by that one? Yep. Good. I don't know. There should be. It looked like it was in the middle of the desert. Doesn't matter. If there are pyramids, if there's things people go to, uh-huh. I'm telling you guys, build a KFC there. Yeah. Uh, we love to see these and take a peek into life back then. <coughs> I had a list, a whole list of old monuments, and then I was like, this is overkill. Yeah. Uh, modern monuments, though, can be a lit- little bit more problematic. Right? Instead of reminding us of our history, they can remind us of our oppression. Right? Remember in 2003 when the giant statue of Saddam was toppled, right? Uh-huh. The whole world watched and rejoiced as common Iraqis tore down the dictator and draped an American flag. He said dick. <laughs> That's when we knew they were with they were with us. That's when it was like <laughs> we got this yep. one, guys. Yeah, it worked out for us, huh? Yep. <laughs> it worked out real good. Uh after World War II, Hitler statues, they were torn down. In the post-Soviet states, many of the symbols of Soviet regime have been taken down. Ukraine passed a law barring all Soviet memorabilia in the country. Uh, Statues of Lenin, Trotsky, Stalin, all the others. Your buddy, Trotsky. My old buddy, Trotsky. Saw your toilet. You took a poop in his toilet. Uh, I would have loved that. Why didn't you? Because it was walled off. Oh, it was? Was he, he like looking at it through a uh, plexiglass through or something? Through one of like those that? half doors. Oh, okay. Like a kitchen swinging half yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proof Trotsky pooped in a walled garden, guys. <laughs> but uh, that seems very bourgeois to me. I know. 
Uh, he, he, he seemed like, yeah, he, the guy had some money. <laughs> he did nothing but travel the world and uh-huh. uh, cause fights. But uh, statues of Lenin, Trotsky, Stalin, all the others, they were taken down. And they didn't want to always just leave an empty pedestal uh, all over the place. In Odessa, they replaced a statue of Vladimir Lenin with a giant statue of Darth Vader. <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. Uh-huh. It looks great, too. It looks like a real good old statue. Uh, but it's Darth Vader. Um, in America here, we got a real statue problem as well. We do. Yeah. Uh, Confederate statues <coughs> and memorial, mem- uh, memorials are all over the place. And people are not happy about it, right? Many people... Many people see these as symbols of racial oppression and want them gone. Seems like a pretty good uh, read of the situation. Seem, that seems like a good read. Yeah. yeah. Uh, people on the other side see these statues as symbols of cultural heritage and pride. And then they get upset and like drive cars into people. This is my thing about yeah. that. I, I get that argument, mm-hmm. but I think when you say something like that, yeah. you have to take a good, hard look yeah. at you know what that culture is about and yeah. what exactly it is you're proud of. I'm with you, uh, but uh, there you have it, right? There's opinions on both sides. As with everything, opinions are like assholes. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got them. Got and, two of them. Uh, yeah, and and Twitter is like the fucking toilet bowl. Yeah, it is just all well, whatever. Twitter, Facebook, you name it. Worst thing that ever happened to the world. Yeah. Well, it could be funny. Uh, <laughs> it's it doesn't offset it enough. I'm sorry. It just does. Anyway, go ahead. All right. Uh, how can we make everyone happy and get rich? Mm. Right? So I mm. looked into it. Mm-hmm. There's still over 3,600 Confederate statues in the U.S. Right? That's a lot. That's some money to be made. Uh, we need to re- replace them with statues that still convey Southern pride and cultural heritage, but they need to lose the racism a little bit. Yeah, right? I think that's reasonable. Uh, what we need... We need someone like Mark Twain, right? The consummate Southern Witster, right? A great mind of the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Riverboat captain, writer extraordinaire. Mark Twain is a symbol not only of America, but specifically of the South. Mm-hmm. And he fought in the Civil War for the Confederate side. Did he really? Yeah, when the war broke out, Twain joined the mil- the militia and went to war. Eventually he saw war and what it was, and he learned the politics behind the war and he quit. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Uh and it when I say eventually, uh I mean that took all of 2 <coughs> weeks. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> he quit and just walked away from the war 2 weeks so after. So he deserted he though. Yeah. Well, it was. It sounds like it was in maybe in the earlier days because uh-huh. he joined a militia. Yeah, it, it's weird for me to think of him as Southern though, because he's born and raised in Missouri. And while I know technically it was Southern, it uh, was a slaveholding state and yeah. all that sort of stuff. 
it, you know, my my uh, uh, thought of the South is more uh, uh, deep South. Yeah, I'm just saying he's all over the South. Yeah. They okay. love him. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, while I was doing this uh, reading up on Mark Twain, mm-hmm. I looked at a lot of old pictures of uh, him. I was also looking at a lot of old pictures of all these Confederate soldier statues. Mm-hmm. And I realized something that's the key to millions. <coughs> mm-hmm. All Confederate soldiers pretty much look like Mark Twain from one part of his life or another. <laughs> uh-huh. Right? So It's an easy fix. It is, right? You're going to change Confederate statues to look more like Mark Twain. <coughs> uh, most often, you can just change the name on the plaque. Uh, sometimes you may need to add a mustache. Uh, and now the statues will be a symbol of Southern pride at how real Southerners saw through the lies being told to them and didn't back the racist regime. Mm-hmm. It'd be it, it almost like you're switching it to the real pride of the South is like the the underground. I thought right? you, were, yeah, I thought you were going to say maybe take those statues down and replace them with like statues of fried chicken, statues of collard greens. No, greens, no, no. Some that of the costs great, too the, much money. Some of the great cultural costs too much money. You're still going to piss someone off. All you do is change the name. How tag. are you going to piss someone? Everyone loves fried chicken. Everyone, Everyone loves, loves Mark collard Twain. greens. Everyone loves Mark, Mark Twain. Okay. Change the name, please. I don't know. I don't know if that's true, though. Maybe weld on a mustache. Because Although there's pictures of him without mustaches. I don't know if you've. I don't know if you've recently seen, but there's uh-huh. been a lot of censorship of uh, his books because of the N word in them, and, and some schools are not either not reading them at all, uh-huh. or they're editing it out. The South will embrace non-censorship. Mm, well, they, their their speech is definitely being uh, yep being uh, crushed. Uh, and that's it. You're going to make a lot of money. There's just 3,600 Confederate statues in this country. You're going to turn them all into Mark Twain statues. <clears throat> the The pride of the South will be on how they rejected racism, walked away from a war of hate, and everyone's going to be happy. We have a war of hate here sometimes between you and I. Oh, most times. And I'm the North. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're just a... I'm from Canada. I'm clearly the North. You're More North. You're a hater. Uh, that was... Uh, Great. Know, that was average. Awesome. <laughs> that was just fine. That Noel. was awesome. That was just fine. To our uh, African listeners... Uh, good luck with you than that idea to get rich with. What do you mean? Well, they're not going to make it over here to change all the statues. Oh, no, yeah, that 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 is for people in this yeah. country. That's all. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. But in, in Africa, put up some Mark Twain statues there, too. Yeah, I why not? Some. Yeah. Um, uh, here's another one for the Americans. Um, have you heard about this uh, uh, GoFundMe that was put up in 2018? Mm-hmm. Called We Build the Wall. Yes. And it was put up by a triple amputee veteran named Brian Colfage, uh-huh. where he was sick and tired of waiting on the government to yeah. build the wall that we need on the southern border of our country. And he decided he was going to start a GoFundMe mm-hmm. and gather those funds together. 
He had a $1 billion goal, and he was going to build the wall himself. And within six months of announcing it, he had raised more than $22 million. Uh-huh. It was spread out over 288,530 people over, um, coming out to an average of $67 per person. Okay. The problem was, yeah. is six months later, there were no updates on the wall. <clears throat> What's going on with the wall? Where's the wall? Uh, people started worrying that they were getting scammed. Oh. Because Colfage had a history of being involved with some uh, sketchy fake sites on uh, on uh, Facebook. Okay. Uh, internet scams. Mm-hmm. People got really worried that this was they were their money was being taken. They were writing nasty emails mm-hmm. uh, in response to requests for more donations. Uh, <clears throat> Colfage and his people responded with, "Soon everyone will have the update they've been waiting for, which we can't wait to share." All right. This updated delay is just the unfortunate process of building a controversial barrier some people don't want to happen. Sure. He needed to keep it a secret because the ACLU would try to stop it. Mm Mm-hmm. A couple more months pass, and then suddenly... You always know you're on the right side when you're trying to evade the ACLU. When you're fighting against the ACLU, yeah. Um, Like, what I I find interesting about all these people who hate the ACLU, Uh you know... There was a huge case back in the 70s uh, in Skokie, Illinois. Oh, yeah, sure. Where the Nazis wanted to march in Skokie, Illinois. Skokie would not allow them to march. Yeah. The ACLU fought for for the Nazis and got them the right to march in Skokie. Yeah. The ACLU couldn't be less partisan. So, in essence, the ACLU is responsible one of the funniest scenes in the Blues Brothers. That's right, yes. That's <laughs> true. You're absolutely right. Um, like I said, was saying, a uh, couple months after that, yeah. video pops up. We've built the first portion of the wall. Okay. Half a mile All right. on a private piece of property owned by a, a brick company in El Paso, Texas. Mm-hmm. And man, it's done. Six million dollars they spent on that wall. They're planning on doing another. Not right next to it because they can't put it on any federal land. It can only be private property. Okay. Um, then they started sending out uh, uh, looking for uh, uh, sending out emails. It was like how many miles? Half a mile. Half a mile. Yeah, they built a half a mile of a wall. Okay. Uh, then they started sending out emails saying, we need more money. All right. They had a wall-a-thon. Mm-hmm. They were selling off personalized plaques for each bollard and brick for their what they referred to as their monument on top of the mountain. I was like, wow. If they're doing half miles at $6 million. Yeah. And they've only got one done. Maybe they'll do another one to show that they're spending the money. That's $12 million out of the $22 million that they've taken in, Mm -hmm. plus whatever they're going to get. Now that these people are seeing a wall built, they're like, oh, 
our worries are over. Let's give them more money for this wall. Mm-hmm. They'll raise another $22 million plus, especially with these plaques. And then the fact that he referred to it as a monument at the top of the mountain, I was like, oh, this is like the Trump monument. Sure. Right? And I was like, but this is already being done. I don't understand. I started thinking about monument on top of the mountain. And what monument on a mountain is probably the most famous mountain monument in the United States of America? Mount Rushmore. That's absolutely right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And I looked up Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. is actually unfinished. Yeah. Mount Rushmore uh, was originally planned that the figures would be carved from head to waist. Mm-hmm. Uh, there would be a massive panel in the shape of the Louisiana Purchase uh, with eight-foot-tall gilded letters, uh, the Declaration of the Independence, the U.S. Constitution, the Louisiana Purchase, and several other territorial acquisitions from Alaska to Texas to the Panama Canal Zone. Uh huh. If you've ever been there, you've noticed that they were never that was never done. Yeah. And why? Because they ran out of funding. Yeah. And the government, in their wisdom, declined to give them any more money to finish this. Yeah. So this is what you're going to do. Same reason we had to stop the Brooklyn Bridge in Brooklyn. (laughs) It was originally stated to go all the way to Canada. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It was was (laughs) supposed to be known as the Brooklyn-Canada Expressway. (laughs) Um, This is what you're going to do, guys. You're going to start a GoFundMe, Mm -hmm. simply titled Finish Mount Rushmore. Yeah. You're going to put it out. Two million people a year visit Mount Rushmore. Two million people a year. You're going to send out emails, set up a GoFundMe, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it takes. You're going to tell people, we're going to finish Mount Rushmore. Yeah. But we need the money. Yeah. We, our goal is $2 billion to finish Mount Rushmore. Yeah. That's what we need. You can't even say it without saying more. Yeah. Yeah. They should call it Mount Cashmore. Yeah. Because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> People are going to just send you, I mean, $67 per person yeah. times $2 million is a lot more than $67 per person times 289000 Yeah. It's like almost a lot. eight times more or something like that. <laughs> um, and you're going to collect that money. Yeah. And you're going to do some nominal work to show mm-hmm. that, yeah, look, we've got one eight-foot high letter. Yeah. We've uh, made a belt for George Washington, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it may be. Or a prototype. Yeah. Oh, even even better. I think a prototype because you can really drag it out there without uh, spending yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. So you're, and you're going to basically keep hounding people for money for this project because it is expensive to build in this country now, especially something like that. Mm-hmm. Look, you can also do this, although I think it would be harder, but for infrastructure, I mean, basically GoFundMe to build anything that is crumbling in your city, in your sure. state, in sure. this country yeah. that the government has promised us they will take care of, mm-hmm. but they haven't because government, as we all know, is useless. Sure. Um, so there you go. Yeah. It's a good idea. Well, it's an idea.
<laughs> it was a good idea. You guys, if you want to get in touch with Josh and uh, thank him for his ideas in the only way that he knows how to listen through his wallet, you can. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com or .org. You choose. Go to the Get Rich Quick Josh Noel show page. Hit the pledge button. Pledge an amount. Half that money goes to Josh and I and keeps us rolling. You can email him at getrichquickwithjoshandnoel no, at gmail.com. part of the show. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. If, you, if, if, if you're like, just for that, Josh, you get no money, but I still want to <laughs> give some money out, you can go to radiofreebrooklyn.com or org. Hit the sponsor button. You can go where? Dot com or org. Oh, or org. Yeah. Okay. And uh, pledge an amount. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. Not a penny goes to us. You get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 organization. If you want to support us in other ways, you can subscribe to the newsletter, Radio Free Brooklyn. Download the apps Android or iOS. Listen to the station live, all the archives. Uh, you can... Uh, if if you do a podcast and you're in the New York area, uh, you can help out Radio Free Brooklyn by using our studios to record your podcast. I know for a fact that when they priced out how much to charge, uh, they looked at all the studios and made it the cheapest in the city. So it is the cheapest in the city. And if you sign up uh, and do this before September 1st and use GRQ. You get uh, you get ten or twenty percent off. Oh wow! You get money off, would and you, you support us. Would you like me to look that up? And and you get to do it where the magic happens in the Radio Free Brooklyn studios. You guys, that's right. And if it's good, yeah, you make your contacts. Maybe uh, you'll become a Radio yeah. Free Brooklyn show. Yeah, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Top of the charts. Top of the charts. Top of the charts. <laughs> you guys, we got another little chart for you. One's not enough. Josh searches the internet for other ways for you to get rich. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. And you'll find when you become very successful, the people that you will like best are the people that are less successful than you. Because when you go to a table, you can tell them all these wonderful stories and they'll sit back and listen. Does that make sense to you? Okay. Always be around unsuccessful people because everybody will respect you. Do you understand that? There you go. Our great leader giving some words of wisdom explains a lot about why his cabinet is such a shit show. <laughs> Sorry, try not to use the f bombs too many on this show. Fuck why? That guy. Why do you? Why fuck do you him. try not to use that? Fuck him! Fuck him! I hate him! <laughs> I hate him! If you're a listener who loves him, you're. You, come on, he's a fucking idiot. He's ruining the country. <coughs> he's playing everyone for a fool. Well, then who's the idiot then? That's all I'm saying. They're all fucking idiots. Anyway, guys. <laughs> monuments. I guess, I, I guess you watched a speech the other night, last no. night. 
Oh, you didn't? No. Yeah, it was it was brutal. I watched five minutes of it. I watched Mike Pence come out and open for him. Uh huh. Oh, that's a good opener. It was well. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was like prime in the pump, boy. Uh huh. I thought, you know, I, I thought Mike Pence was a little more political minded. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's just as shitty and horrible, in in obviously shitty and horrible. You know what I mean? He was just throwing the same garbage bullshit around. Uh, horrible human being. One day they'll be in jail. Do you think Pence is going to go to jail? They're all going to fuck. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Noel. Anyway, monuments. monuments. How are we going to make money with them? I'm going to tell you. Right? So uh, we look around, right? Lots of our monuments are about heroes of the wars, right? People who kicked out British rule. People who went across the ocean to fight the Nazis. Kids who thought at least, that they were saving the world from communism. Saving the world from the dangers that threatened to engulf it. The heroes of yesteryear, they were easy to spot because the world was simpler. It was black and white. Things aren't so simple nowadays, right? Our enemies are also our friends, except when there are enemies, and sometimes they're friendly enemies, you know what I mean? Frenemies. We're, the, we're frenemies, right? We're, uh, we're, we're, we're... Like North Korea is a frenemy. Well, North Korea is as much of an... North Korea and Iran are as much of an enemy as we have nowadays. Uh, but like Russia. Would you call Russia a buddy? I would not. Yes. But our president would. Yeah. I think our president would call North Korea our buddy, too. Yeah. He will not call... I think our only enemy as far as... Uh, as uh, uh, the United States government is concerned right now, is uh, Iran. Iran, and on a broader note, Islam. Yeah. But see, as you see, it, it's getting more complicated. Mm-hmm. It's not cut and dry. Uh, the real heroes of today are the unknown people, right? The people who figure out the Ponzi schemes. The whistleblowers who reveal torp- uh, corporate tax evasion. Right, those are the people who are really keeping today's true enemies at bay. Because our biggest danger today is greed and corruption, not some other state necessarily. Or if it is, it's the greed and corruption in that state. Uh, right? Who who knows the name of the person that uh, caught Madoff that figured that one out? I don't exactly. Either do I. Who knows the name of the person? I don't even know where to start. There's so many. The person who caught Unraveled Enron. Oh, I actually know that one. Do you? Yeah. Who? Stacy Gribnick. Really? Yeah. Okay, we're going to put a statue of her up. No, it's not. I don't, because I'm going to get fact checked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, these are the people that we should be holding up, putting on pedestals, uh, and, and that's what you're going to do. You're, you're going to help people recognize them. You're going to help these people become household names, right? You're going to make these people, people that kids pretend to be and aim to become. 
I really want to, instead of like playing cowboys and Indians and all the problematic things, I want to see mm-hmm. kids playing whistleblower. Sure, whistleblower, uh-huh. uh, tax auditor. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> You're a corporate CEO, yeah. and I'm the tax auditor that's going to take you down yeah. when I find the discrepancies in your books. Yeah, exactly. And then they play just sitting at a table together. Yeah. Uh See, the thing is, no one knows these people yet, right? But you're going to make some monuments to them. And as Josh alluded, the trick is how do you get the money, right? Raising money is not going to be easy. And in this case, it's it's going to be a little harder because you're not, you're not raising it up for some John Wayne shoot em up you're right. You're you're trying to raise money for someone that we don't know the name of, and no one knows the name of. You're gonna make that person famous. So here's how you're gonna do it. You're gonna start a foundation. I don't know. Uh, all hail whistleblowers. I don't know. I don't know what you're gonna call it. Mm-hmm. Financial freedom fighters. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Uh you're going to make it a charitable organization. Mm-hmm. Like a GoFundMe or something like that? No, like a like a Radio Free Brooklyn. Oh, okay. 501c3. Uh-huh. Uh, but here's the problem. Who's going to donate, right? Good question. Uh, nobody. <laughs> they're, well, they're not. They're not going to give you uh-huh. money for this. Uh, particularly the, re- the rich people. That have the money to give. That have been whistleblown. Yeah. You're you're not going to be the bell of the ball of some philanthropic uh, thing. So what you're going to do is you're going to borrow their money. Right? You're going to let people give you their money to hold. The org takes 10% and you get 10% off that. And we get 10% off that. Oh. Uh, the rich lenders who are giving you this money to hold, well, they don't pay tax on it when they give it to you. They can say, oh, I made a lot of money this year. I better take a few bill and put it in uh, freedomfighters.org. Let them hold on to it for a few years. And then on a year when I have a loss, I can take it out. And that overall... End up paying no tax. You get your 10%. You also invest that money while you're holding it and take out 10% of the profits from that too. At any point, the wealthy and the corporations can take their money out minus the fees. And at that point, they declare it as income. It's kind of like works like a tax shelter, Mm -hmm. but it's not. It's to elevate the freedom fighters who bust tax shelters, and you get 10% of everything. Basically, you get their money, and you have a hedge fund, a tax-free hedge fund, of which you're taking 10%. That's great. And that's it. These will all be household names. Mm-hmm. There you go. like it. Um, no. Yeah. You ever heard of Lake Havasu? No. Never heard of Lake Havasu? Nope. Oh, well, that ruins my whole idea. Yes. <laughs> um, lake Havasu is a huge lake 
in, uh, I think it's Arizona, mm-hmm. I want to say. Um, it may be New Mexico. Okay. Uh, it's got a huge retirement community around. It's massive. It's just, It's an enormous lake that has islands, little islands dotted all through it. It's absolutely gorgeous. There are several retirement homes around there. There are. It's huge in spring break. Mm-hmm. A lot of tourists, a lot of visitors. Visitors go there. There's lots of boating, water sports, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, Lake Havasu City, which is sort of the main jam there, it's sort of like the key west of Lake Havasu. Uh, was started by a person uh, named Robert P. McCulloch, uh-huh. who was the chairman of McCulloch Oil corporation he decided to invest in a real estate development uh-huh. uh, on the east shore of lake havasu where the colorado river and lake havasu meet um at that time in 1964 no one went to lake havasu mm-hmm. there was no way that anyone was going to move to lake havasu There was no reason for people to visit Lake Havasu. So he came up with an idea. Oh. He went over to England where they were taking down the London Bridge. Mm -hmm. Okay, now I do. And he purchased it, Mm -hmm. brought it over Mm -hmm. to Lake Havasu, and stone by stone rebuilt it, spanning an island in Lake Havasu City over a canal to the other side. Mm -hmm. He then made it a huge tourist attraction. It attracted people to come and live in the retirement communities. It attracted tourists who would come, go out of their way to now see this bridge that this guy brought over from London, England, to put in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And uh, he made a fortune, Mm -hmm. an absolute fortune. Did he? Yeah. Okay. He made a fortune. Um. And now Lake Havasu is in the southwest, one of the biggest vacation destinations okay. uh, in the area. Um, I was thinking, wow, how would that work now? Mm-hmm. How would you deal with that now? I th- thought to myself, well, <coughs> maybe you could just build, like, rebuild every all the great uh, European landmarks and monuments in one place. Sure. And I was like, oh, that's called Vegas. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. been done. And I was sort of reading around and I was realizing that the European Union is in bad shape. Yeah. It's on the verge of exploding. There's Brexit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as more and more uh, populist right wing Oh, sure. Uh, governments get voted in to these various uh, European countries. Uh, one of their big things is out of the Union, yeah. out of that European Union. Italy is threatening to leave. Oh, yeah. You see that missile they found the other day? No. Oh. Look up the missile they found when they raided uh, these fascists in uh, Italy. Really? An air-to-air missile. It's about the size of... It, it, it's absurd did they make it or did they buy it off of they must have bought it off of russia or something Mm -hmm. when when the soviet union fell apart because this thing was 
like a mini bus. Like really, it it's shockingly well, maybe not that big, but like <clears throat> like bigger than a light pole. What was their plan? I don't know. <laughs> um, we all know Greece. Yeah, has uh. They got a few things. They they're going down the shitter. Yeah, uh, financially, uh, and all of these governments, mm-hmm. in an attempt to the stable, the quote unquote stable governments, mm-hmm. in an attempt to keep the union together, have laid out tons of loans to these f- basically financially bankrupt mm-hmm. countries, and if they pull out and renege on the loans, these stable countries are going to go right down the toilet. Yeah. Everyone needs money. They yeah. all need money. So this is what you're going to do. You're going to go to the most backwoods areas of the United States. As long as there's water nearby. You're going to clear out marshes, bogs, whatever. It doesn't matter. You're going to build giant retirement homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, should, I should say giant uh, retirement uh, uh, villages. And vacation areas. You're going to make them into vacation areas. And what you're going to do is you're going to buy these great landmarks and uh, monuments from European countries. Big Ben. Yeah. You'll have in one. You'll have uh, uh, the Tower of London in another. Sure. You'll have the Acropolis in another. You'll have the Leaning Tower of Pisa in another. And we're not talking about shit that you just built that based on the sketches. No. You're talking about the real deal. Real deal. Stone by stone. Yeah. Brought over to the United States, the greatest country in the world. Yeah. And people will be able to relive their great vacations to Europe from when America was great back in the 50s and 60s. They'll be able to say, I can't go to Italy now because I'll get shot and killed and mugged. It's like a third world country over yeah. there. Missled. But a missile, someone's just going to shoot an air-to-air missile at me, a ground-to-air missile at me? Yeah. Uh, what did I do to deserve that? I don't have to go because I live around the corner from the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Yeah. I live a block away from the Roman Colosseum. Yeah. I live five blocks away from the stone bodies yeah. of Mount Vesuvius. Yeah. Uh, so there you go, guys. There you go. It's fantastic. A lot of money in it. You guys, if you want to get in touch with Josh for real this time and give him some ideas or give us some ideas, some feedback, some correct some errors, you want to tell us some knock-knock jokes, you can get us on Twitter at grq-noel. Uh, you can email us at uh, grqwithjoshandnoel at gmail.com. Get us on Facebook at Facebook slash grqjoshnoel. You can go on iTunes or anywhere you get a podcast. Subscribe, rate, review. If you like the show, come on, guys. Tell someone. That's your job this week. Uh, if you only listen to us in podcast form, we implore you to tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes five days for anyone else. Got a lot of money in your pocket right now. What are you going to do with it? You're going to have to spend it. Josh, tell them how they're spending it. Spend that money! 
On Earth right now, there is an estimated $5 trillion worth of actual currency in circulation. This is known as M0 in economics. But even with all of the actual physical money in the world, we have things that are valued more than all of the physical cash combined. The most valuable company on Earth, for instance, is Saudi Aramco, worth upwards of an estimated $7 trillion alone, and $30 trillion when total assets are factored in. There you go. You're going to buy Sony, uh, Saudi Aramco. Okay. Why are they valued that? Just the value of the oil I don't under know. the ground? I didn't really. I've been, uh, uh, full disclosure, uh-huh. I've uh, been just taking old <laughs> tips uh-huh. and uh, and uh, uh, spend that monies from earlier episodes that, you know, after 202 people just don't remember <laughs> no, and reusing them. That's not and true. These are fresh, guys. I, d- I don't remember. Fresh meat. I don't remember why uh, that was. So last week when we commented on the fact that so many guys do tips like this, it's because we had listened to that tip. So many guys do tips. Yeah, yes. It was like to get the money and spend. Oh, but we've also heard, it, we've heard, it. we've heard multiple versions of that. Daniel. But we, but we had heard that we one. We had heard that one, yeah. Daniel Allen. So it wasn't just multiple versions when we were like, oh. But we've also heard, I've, I've, there's at least four different versions of that from different people All saying right. the same thing. You guys are we watching have, the decline of civilization. We have two different ones from Daniel Alley saying the exact same thing. All right. Sorry. Anyway. Anyway, guys, uh, about this time. You got a You're lot of so money in your pocket. Are you, how do you know that our ideas are so great <laughs> that you can trust them? It's because Josh is so trustworthy <laughs> that he goes and searches the internet for rules to get rich quick, to which we judge our, our schemes by. Josh, where do rules come from this week? Uh, this week. And, and every week, probably. <laughs> no, this week and I think a week from like uh, three years ago. Okay. The Art of Money Getting, 20 Golden Rules. Okay. Uh, rule number one, uh-huh. location, location, location. Uh, location, location, location. You want an old folks home near uh, a monument. Yeah, there you go. Uh, number two, stay mm-hmm. meaningfully involved in operations. Uh, yeah, stay meaningfully involved in operations because you're going to be running this charity, raising money to get people who uh, whistleblowers make statues for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, two for two. And now finally, number three. Beware, number three. Beware of outside operations. Beware of outside operations. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're three for three, guys. Three for three. In case you were wondering how to get rich, this is clearly it. Clearly Anyway, it. once again, for Josh. For Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place.